Chapter 10. The Bullfrog Jimmy and I and the 49 little froglets sat on the bottom of the pond. We closed our nostrils and waited. Our Google-like eyelids kept out the water but still let us see the underwater world. The protozoa streaked the water with green and red. The brown and white hydras floated around us, dangling their tentacles. The bristle worms crawled over our toes, nibbling up the debris off the bottom. A great diving beetle plunged down near Jimmy, snapped up a hydra, then darted away. The life of the pond went on as if things were normal, but nothing was normal for us anymore. Pin was gone. A bullfrog swam near and eyed us. We belong to Pin, I shouted. The bullfrog came closer. Pin, I shouted, the giant green frog that baffles snapping turtles and zaps water snakes. This is the Fog Pins family. The bullfrog hesitated. You don't want to know what the Fog Pin can do to bullfrogs, I said in a steely voice. The bullfrog muttered, Frog family? Who ever heard of a frog family? He swam on by. We waited for hours. The water darkened. I stayed attentive, but I knew the sun's rays were going down. I knew it soon would be too dark to see predators. The children and I would be forced to go up to the surface. It was time to face the fact that Pin was gone forever. Children, I said, working to keep my voice from cracking with sadness. Children, I have bad news. About Daddy? said Jim. Jimmy. Daddy? The word pierced my heart. Pin had taught Jimmy to call him Daddy. Yes, I stayed silent for a long moment. Then I looked around at all their expectant faces. The hag got Daddy. I don't believe it, said Jimmy. Daddy's too smart. Sometimes even smart frogs get caught. Daddy's not a frog. He's a fog, said Jimmy. We're all fogs, said the froglets. No hag can hurt a fog. Last time I saw him, I said, the hag was holding on to him by both hind legs. No, said Jimmy, the fog pin lives. I know it. The fog pin lives, screamed the froglets. The fog pin, I said slowly. Poor lost pin. The same bullfrog that had bothered us three or four hours ago came swimming back. Oh, that pin, he said. What a frog. Oh, boy, do I love what happened tonight. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh, me, oh, me, oh, me, oh, me, oh, me. Pin was dead for sure. Now there was nothing to threaten the bullfrog with. I tensed for the fight. Guess what I ate for supper, said the bullfrog. Go on, guess. I thought of what must remain of Pin after the hag pulled his legs off. For a moment, I cursed the fatal strength of a healthy frog's mating grip. Then I sighed. Such is the way of the world. My pin had been ripped apart, and some of him was now in the belly of this hideous bullfrog. What a hint, said the bullfrog. Cold blood and mucky mucus. <laughs> I thought of Pin's lovely shiny skin, so slick from his mucus glands. A pox on you. I shouted at the bullfrog. <laughs> said the bullfrog. Very fitting. Want another hint? He snickered. Strange noises. I thought of Pin's 
funny way of talking. I could never hear the word of again. My whole being ached. You cannibal, I said with cold hatred. You despicable cannibal. The bullfrog bobbed around us. The froglets huddled together. Drippy and delicious, said the bullfrog in his raspy voice. Zingy, a real treat for my froggy palate. You're not a frog, shouted Jimmy. You're a toad. You're a big old toad disguised as a stupid old bullfrog. Calling a frog a toad was the worst insult imaginable. I was astounded at Jimmy's courage. He was pin sight and sun, all right. <laughs> the bullfrog opened his mouth and swallowed a swarm of protozoa. Don't panic, froglet. I didn't steal it. Pin threw it away. What? I said. What? 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 Chorus the froglets. The bullfrog swam right up to me. He swayed back and forth. He kept screaming, Jade. What's that mean, Jade? Jade, I said softly. The bullfrog hiccuped. A stream of bubbles went up from his mouth. You know, for a frog that can rip the nose right off a witch, that pin doesn't know squat. He shut his eyes and said dreamily, it was succulent, too. Then he opened his eyes wide and thrust his face in mine. Pin doesn't even know that frogs can sit underwater and breathe through their skins. He didn't know this is where you'd be when everyone knows a frog goes straight to the bottom and waits when there's danger. The bullfrog gulped in another swarm of protozoa. He's been hopping around frantically looking for you like a mother bird or a mammal or something. Oh, that maniac pin. I've been laughing for hours, the bullfrog belched. Where is he now, I asked. The bullfrog stared at me. You want to find him as much as he wants to find you, don't you? He looked around at the froglets. You all want to, don't you? What's going on? Since when do frogs care what happens to other frogs? Where is he? I said. The bullfrog's look of amazement was replaced quickly by a sly look. What'll you give me if I tell you? Go eat a witch's nose, shouted Jimmy. Let's go find him, Mama. He shot up through the water. All the froglets followed. I climbed up onto our granite rock, leaving the froglets suspended in the water, their bulging eyes taking in everything. There sat Pin in the middle of the rock, his back to us, croaking sadly with his left vocal sack. Pin, I said. Pin jumped around. Jade, my jade, oh, my jade. His mouth dropped open and his tongue flopped onto the rock. I scooped it up and gently put it back in his mouth. Jimmy, he said. He's here, I said. They're all here, all 50 of them. He looked around at the froglets and his eyes showed peace and happiness. The froglets climbed under the surrounding lily pads. Night, Daddy. Night, Mama, they said. Pin and I sat on the warm rock with Jimmy between us and watched the moon grow gibbous in that wonderful sky. Chapter 11. Back to the Well The sun was out in full glare. The children were leaping for their breakfast here and there. I had just swallowed a big horsefly. The morning seemed off to a terrific start when Pin made his announcement. Back, said Pin. We go back. Back? I asked. Then I brightened. Back to our old pond? 
No, said Pin. Back to the, the... Oh, I can't say it. You can't say it? All right. Does it have er or s or th in it? No. Does it have l? Yup, said Pin. All right. Is l at the beginning of the end or the end of the word? End, said Pin. At the beginning, we... Well, the well. That's it. What's the well? The way our mating hole. Our mating hole is called a well? Yup. That what human caught. I looked at Pin with admiration. All the frogs I talked to admired me for knowing so much about the world. But Pin knew all sorts of things I'd never heard of. Still, what he was saying right now didn't make me happy. We're going back there? Why on earth should we go back to the well? No hag, said Pin. But there's no hag here either anymore, I said. You took her nose off. She won't come back. Hag, come back, said Pin. Hag, come back and take fog. He looked out over our frolicking froglets. Hag, eat all the fog. No, I said. She's afraid of you now. Anyway, if she comes back, you can pull off her ears. We go, said Pin. Now, he leaped into the water and swam to the bank. He croaked his loudest. Come, Fog, we go now. A crowd of froglets swam to the bank and leaped out into the grasses. This is insane, I said. We can't all live in the well. Where will we find food? How will we all swim about? It's a terrible idea. But no one was listening. I watched the bodies of my dozens of children hop through the grasses after their father, and I felt something I'd never felt before. It was a warmth that made my chest swell. It was pride. Yes, I would follow that crazy frog all and all those crazy froglets. I would follow them, and we would find a way to survive. I didn't know how, but I knew we would. The trip took a little longer than usual because the froglets weren't accustomed to land travel. When we were finally close to the well, we heard a dreadful noise, the discordant voice of a human. I jumped onto a rotten log and looked around for the hag. Pin spied the source of the voice faster than I did. A woman, he said. I followed his eyes, a young human woman with great gobs of hair, a green lace dress, and something small and sparkly on her head, was sitting in the grass by the well. She sang loudly. It sounded awful to my frog ears. Petty Ong, said Pin. I listened more closely. There was nothing pretty at all about her song. You have unusual tastes. I said. Pin looked at me. Then he looked back at the human woman. This human woman annoyed me. I didn't like the odd way Pin looked at her. What do we do now? We wait, said Pin. The woman go. Wait, said the fronglets as they leaped forward toward the well. Wait. But you're not waiting, I shouted after them. Come back here right now. Humans are dangerous. Remember the hag? Come back. The froglets continued their leaping. She's green. She can't be all bad, they screamed. Our well, our well, our well. 
The first to reach the well was Jimmy. He hopped up on the well wall. Oh, said the human woman. She stood up beside the well. What a cunning little frog. She leaned her face toward Jimmy. She's going to eat him, I said. Oh, Pin, she's going to eat him. No, said Pin. A woman not eat fog. A woman cook fog, then eat fog. No, I screamed. Don't let her cook, Jimmy. Pin leaped through the grasses toward the well with me by his side. By now, the human woman held Jimmy in her hand and stood back, watching the other froglets go diving down into the well. My goodness, she said. It's a frog invasion. She leaned over the well. One, two, three, four, five. Why, there must be 20 frogs here, and they're still coming. She cupped her hand over Jimmy and walked back to her spot in the grass. She sat down. She lifted her top hand off Jimmy. There now, frog, don't hop off. You're the most beautiful green I've ever seen. Let's be friends. Jimmy didn't move. The human woman laughed. The idea of being friends with the frog. How foolish I sound. She lifted Jimmy up, level with her face. Pin and I were a leap away from her now. Oh, I whispered to Pin. She's going to put him in her mouth. She's going to eat him after all. No, said Pin firmly. The woman not eat Jimmy. The human woman spoke in a sing-song. Funny little frog, dandy little frog. Let me take a closer look at you. Her glistening red lips parted slightly. Her big white teeth showed. She is going to eat him, I said. She is, she is. No, Pin shook his head. No. Well, if she's not going to eat him, what's she going to do with him? I don't know, said Pin. Maybe women want pet. The human woman sighed. I wish. She shut her eyes and closed her hand once again over Jimmy. Then she brought her hands closer to her face. I wish. Her lips trembled. She's going to eat him, I screamed. No, Pin shook his head again, but I could see doubt spring into his eyes. No, it can't be. His voice was worried. The human woman brought her hands all the way up so they were touching her lips. Now, I said to Pin, save him now, Pin, or he's gone forever. Just as the human woman's hands reached her face, Pin leaped into them, knocking Jimmy off with one big swat of his foreleg. Pin met her lips as Jimmy fell away and landed at my feet. She opened her eyes. Oh, she screamed, jumping backward. I gasped. There in front of the human woman was a tall, naked human man. Oh, screamed the human woman. The human man looked down at his nakedness. Ah, he screamed. He leaped behind the well. Who are you, said the human woman. The fog pin, said the human man. Well, I got mad at that. What nerve! He was nothing like my beautiful pin. Oh, where was my beautiful pin? What, said the human woman? The human man looked dazed. I... He looked around helplessly. Then he said slowly, I'm a prince. Oh, the human woman's voice got weak. I don't see how... Oh, I mean... She wrung her hands. Oh, 
Her face went pale. She looked back at the human man. You're a very handsome prince, she whispered, even if you are a dream. I'm a princess, but then you must know that since you're part of my dream. Look, could you get me some clothes, please? said the human man. The human woman bit her bottom lip. You sound real. I mean, wanting clothes. That's real. That's no dream. I'm every bit as real as you are, said the human man. Oh, dear, said the human woman. Really? I thought I was imagining you. Oh, dear, her face turned red. Oh, dear, clothes, please, said the human man. Yes, of course, said the human woman. Yes. She turned around and she spun back with both hands on her cheeks. But where did you come from? Who are you? I mean, how? I'm just as confused as you are, said the human man. The human woman dropped her hands. You're really real. Really real. Yes, I am. She smiled shyly. Then she ran off toward the palace, looking back over her shoulder every few seconds. Don't go away. I'll be right back, she called. I couldn't make sense of this human conversation, and I was frantic about Pin. Pin, I shouted, leaping about. Pin, Pin, where are you? The human man looked in my direction, but I sat so still that I knew he couldn't see me. Jade, is that you? Is that my frog wife? I was shocked. This human man was obviously completely mad. Dangerous. Where had he heard my name? Children, I shouted, all of you, come right now. We're going back to the pond. Now. But where's daddy? Screamed the froglets from inside the well. We want daddy. What's happened to our daddy? Come now, I shouted in a tone, so commanding that one by one the worried froglets leaped to the top of the well in uncustomary obedience and came to me in the grass. The human man reached out his hands toward the froglets. I thought he was going to catch them, but he didn't touch them. He merely reached out his hand and said, Goodbye, my little froglets. Goodbye, my sweet children. He looked toward the grass with searching eyes. Goodbye, frog wife. Best possible wife. I love you. Try to remember me. Goodbye. Goodbye. I looked at him alone and naked, so sad, with such longing in his voice. He stared straight at me now. There was something vaguely familiar about his golden brown eyes. I searched to the grasses one last time for Pin. Pin, I called as loud as I could. Pin, where are you? Where's Daddy? Screamed the froglets in bunches all around me. Where's Daddy? Where's Daddy? Pin, Pin, I called. Where was my Pin? I thought of all the crazy days we had spent together. I thought of Pin learning to swim and learning to eat and learning to croak. I thought of Pin beating the snapping turtle and the water snake and the hag. I thought of Pin carrying tadpoles in his mouth and naming me Jade. He had bought, brought so many wonderful changes to my life. I wanted Pin with me again. I wanted all those days that should have stretched out ahead of us. 
days of Ben saying extraordinary things and doing extraordinary things, days of happiness and adventure, days of love. Mama, came the insistent chorus of froglets. Where's Daddy? I shook my head in bewilderment. I know, said Jimmy. I looked at Jimmy. Jimmy looked long at the human man. Then he turned to the rest of us. He disappeared. I looked from Jimmy to the human man. He was watching us. He acted like he was listening. His face was grief-stricken. Somehow in that very moment, I knew that Pin was gone forever. Jimmy was right. Pin had disappeared. I felt the strangest sensation of my life. A tear rolled down my cheek. Grok, said Jimmy in a tiny voice. I looked at him. Jimmy, you just croaked for the very first time. Do it again. Jimmy croaked a little louder. His left vocal sac inflated and deflated. I can croak too, said another froglet. He croaked. His left vocal sac inflated and deflated. Me too, shouted another. And the air was filled with croaks as left vocal sacs inflated and deflated all around me. We'll be okay, said Jimmy. He can protect, we can protect ourselves. We can work together. We can help each other. Frogs don't help each other, I said automatically. But frogs do, said Jimmy. I looked at the hopeful little faces of my froglets. Yes, I said, frogs do. The end.